0: So, uh, this is Paul, and I'm just quickly introducing uh, a guest. We have a guest staying with us for a couple of days. Uh, I will let you introduce him. Grace is here, too. Yeah, I'm here. She's going to do most of the talking, because I have been talking way too much lately. And I will sit back and join in if it seems like there's something urgent for me to say. But anyway...
1: Yeah, so tonight we've got uh, Reed Stewart Waringmeyer with us, and he's from Grand Haven, Michigan. He came to us through the um, Intentional Communities website, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he found our Patrick Cooperative uh, listing on the page and called us up. He said, hey, how about it? I said, yeah, come on. And uh, so he's here, and I'm just hoping to talk a little bit more and uh, learn a little bit about him and really share with people the projects he's working on. So yeah, just tell us tell us a little about yourself.
2: Um, like just in general, just in general, my lifestyle. Yeah, who you are, what you're
1: about. I grew
2: up in Grand Haven, Michigan, um, and I lived, um, pretty much my whole life in the state. There was I I did live in Mexico for a little while when I was ten years old with my family, Um, and then I went to school um, for two years in Indiana and two years in Vermont. Um And I was studying education, um, more uh, alternative theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I kept doing was applying what I was learning to my life, and I was looking at how um, I was being educated.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and I was looking at everything that I was studying about how, how we can educate. educate. Right. And I was like, well, this is silly for me to continue to subject myself to, you know these, um, education methods that are kind of outdated and more conventional when, um, I could probably be doing my own thing. Um, and maybe I can do it better. Maybe I can teach myself better. Better. Um, and so, uh, last year, August, I finished up, you know, my summer job Mm -hmm. and I packed up a backpack and I went hitchhiking. Sweet. Um, and I just kind of went wherever the wind took me and, uh, that involved touring around most of the United States and all the way down to the bottom of Mexico.
1: Wow.
2: Um, so it was an incredible Boy, learning yeah. experience. Boy, uh, yeah. three months of that felt like two years of college. Right, um, right. and I felt like I was, um, you know, having deeper relationships with mentor figures, um, and delving deeper into concepts and, and meeting more people, having more experiences you know, more information than I was getting exposed to um, mm-hmm. otherwise and um, now, everything that I've learned is sort of coming together in my current project which is called Gift Cycle
1: mm-hmm. well, I, well, we'll get to Gift Cycle in a bit, but tell me a little bit like what tell me a lesson that you learned in that journey
2: um, A lesson that I learned On that journey which I actually learned like the first week Mm -hmm. was to go ahead and accept gifts when they're offered to you Um, Mm -hmm. you know I I started out hitchhiking with an attitude of you know I was gonna accept rides but if people wanted to give me money or take me out you know to dinner or something like that you know I would say no thank you Mm -hmm. Um, and that was only because the person who I who had introduced me to hitchhiking um, that's something that she did Right. Uh, mostly out of an uh, independence thing right. um, and this one guy who wanted to take me out to a Chinese buffet for lunch explained to me when I you know, turned him down that it might not be about me all the time and, and that accepting a gift might actually be in a way giving a gift um, giving someone else the opportunity to give uh, is actually a gift in and of itself Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that's been something that I've played with the entire time I've been traveling.
1: Yeah, um,
2: right. You know, when to accept things, when to say, actually, I don't do that. No, thank you, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. Tell us a little bit about, um, you, you said you're, you're visiting intentional communities throughout the state. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that journey.
2: Well, the when, when I started Gift Cycle... Um, Half of what I wanted to do mm-hmm. was visit intentional communities and eco-villages that might maybe sprouting up in Michigan, mm-hmm. mostly for selfish reasons, because I wanted to find True. a place in my home state that, right. you know, I was actually looking to settle down myself.
1: Right. Okay.
2: Um, the project itself started taking off and kind of doing its own thing,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: so um, I haven't actually... Visited as many intentional communities or communities that you could refer to as eco villages as I originally thought I might.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but what I have experienced is all sorts of different towns and cities all over the state and all sorts of interesting people and places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've certainly got a grasp of um, what some of the different struggles that these places yeah. are, are facing, which has been really interesting.
1: Because it's easy to think it's all the same and it's the same story. And in a large part, it is. Like, you know, Cleveland's story is Detroit's story, is Pittsburgh's story, is, you know, South Chicago's story. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some very important nuances playing out all across the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you Have you made it up to the UP at all?
2: Um, I didn't go that far okay. um, this summer um, just because I didn't have the time to you include time. that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah,
2: right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another world up there.
1: A whole other yeah. ball of wax. Um, yeah. So tell us about Gift Cycle. Tell us. Tell us that.
2: Gift Cycle. Um, I started Gift Cycle um, as kind of the result of a moneyless lifestyle that I had been practicing and easing myself into on the mm-hmm. hitchhiking adventure. Oh. Um, when I was hitchhiking, I was experimenting with living without money. Mm-hmm. Um, and as as well as that went as as much as I could feed myself out of you know dumpster dived food um, and have enough supplies and gear to be able to camp when I needed to and to meet people and to become friends quick enough in order to have places to stay and things that I needed mm-hmm. um, you know on top of the whole hitchhiking thing right um, it was hard to defend um, the mooch label it Uh, It was was hard to, you know, kind of illustrate to people how I didn't feel like I was mooching because I sensed a, um, a mutuality. When someone picked me up hitchhiking, you know, it wasn't uncommon for them to take me two hours out of their way just because they enjoyed the conversation of meeting an interesting traveler. Right. Um, right. And if yeah. you ask them, they would probably say, "No, I would totally, you know, give this guy a ride again. No problem." Yeah, no problem. Whereas, right. you know, when I would be explaining to critics, they'd be like, "Well, you know, they gave you a ride and you gave them nothing in return." Um, and <laughs> so, it's worth a lot on the long road trip. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of this helps
0: you stay awake for one thing.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gift Cycle does a really good job of of putting it in. Um, people's faces of you know and, and kind of showing it very clearly um, that I'm giving as well as receiving mm-hmm. while partaking in a moneyless lifestyle right um, That wasn't necessarily the point of the project mm-hmm. what the point of the project has become um, like our our description is is basically um, a, an initi- a moneyless initiative. To redirect otherwise landfill-bound food and supplies to people who will put it to use, mm-hmm. um, and so it is basically the my, my own um, philosophy on possessions put into practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that material possessions are here for us all to share and distribute and take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, take care of being that you know when we leave them, they're either going to go to the landfill or go back to the earth or be used again. Um, And so what Gift Cycle tries to do is it tries to take all those things that people are throwing away that are still useful and bring them back into circulation and putting them to use so that we can hopefully not make new things to replace the stuff that we're throwing away. Right. Right. So that's kind of the gist of what Gift Cycle Mm -hmm. is doing.
1: Yeah, I and i do it by bike you do it by bike so yeah. there's
2: no money no gas money no overhead no <laughs>
1: it's just a gift cycle
2: just, right just, yeah just carbs
1: just carbs yeah, right uh, carbs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the pun is good the gift yeah. cycle pun is good yep. it is
1: all right now, now um show, show us what you got here
2: um this is a show and tell it's a
1: yeah this is audio.
2: <laughs> this is my current inventory um, I have. A just let me let me just let me describe. Here's a plastic tub, that yeah, a you, tote bag, that you, that to- you to- have, to- a tote, tote box. that yeah.
0: you keep strapped to your bike or, or, or.
2: Yeah, this this tote um, occupies about half of the space in my trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, normally I've got my gear and the stuff that I find along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I make it into a big city and I spend a couple days, I'll leave my gear. Wherever I'm staying, and I'll go fill up the trailer with stuff um, Mm -hmm. and then give it away. So, um, just to give you kind of an idea of what I've got, some of this, most of this stuff is rescued from the dumpster. Um, Some of it is also donated to the project by people who have more than they need and would otherwise throw it away or just let it sit and rot in their garage. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a, what looks like uh, a whole. Well, four pounds, four pounds of green salsa. Um, <laughs> I do have another bag of food. Oh, and it's actually here across the room. So I've got, I've got a bag of food right now. It's mostly dry mix um, and stuff like that. When I dumpster dive, I'm often pulling, um, you know, everything from bell peppers and apples that look good enough that I would, I would have bought them off the shelf. Okay. Um, yeah. When it's colder, um, you know, I find a packet of bacon that half an hour before I got there would have been sold for full price right. on the shelf. Yeah. Um, and what happens is there's a sell-by date, and as soon as it's past the sell-by date, then it's illegal for the store to sell it. Okay. It's Maybe perfectly it legal plan. for them to give it away and donate it, but okay. it's it's easier, I guess, to throw it in the dumpster. Oh okay. um, and actually, for people who are in- listening to this who are like, whoa, dumpster diving food? Isn't that weird? Um, the, <laughs> I actually
0: grew up on expired, uh, <laughs> expired baked goods from yeah. the half-price uh, yeah. half hostess. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah if, if you're used to eating from food pantries, the idea of yeah. dumpster dive food is, is not an that's issue that's normally. Issue. Yeah. But um, for people yeah. who haven't or don't know that you know, as a nation we throw away almost half of the food that we produce. Yeah,
1: um, that's
2: amazing. The, no one should be hungry here. Yeah, the, the movie Dive exclamation yeah. point just came out in its a documentary about dumpster diving food in the united states um but going back to what i have uh in terms of stuff um i've got an antique basket which is looks to be a, a foraging basket or a gardening basket
1: I'm of
0: that basket. It's a very nice basket. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I think I'm technically not allowed to have No, you've already got too many baskets. <laughs> you know, I have a basket fetish. I've I've
2: also um, I've had a, an antique picnic basket that was that was in a dumpster. You know, actually behind a thrift store. I find that thrift stores yeah. often throw away things that belong in antique malls, mm-hmm. and <laughs> antique right. malls often throw away things that belong and in thrift stores. stores. Yeah. Right. Ooh. So that that's kind of a gap that gift cycle likes to fill. Thanks You know,
1: just bring it back to where it's got to
2: go. Yep. I've got a couple packs of disposable single-use razors uh, yeah. that are totally in their packaging and still perfectly new. I've got an extra um, bike tire that is still good but a little old, but certainly not cracked or or uh, yeah. dysfunctional in any way. Mm-hmm. I um, need but to find someone with the right size wheel. And it actually, is the perfect size for my bike, so that's you know kind of holding on to that one. Um, I've got six um, sports water bottles. Um I have a roll of wool fabric that oh, nice. um that I actually had I had more but I've already given most of it away. Um I've got all the candles that anyone could possibly want. Um candles is something that I've for a long time reused and refurbished, so mm-hmm. whenever I see candles even if they're broken, you know, I the wax is still valuable. Still valuable. Right. Um and I run into a lot of people who recycle candles, so that's something that I often keep. The
0: baby, um, baby just came in the room, and we're trying to keep him from grabbing the records. So he's soon. So, yeah, I, mean, I need to take a brief a intermission. Brief yes. Yeah. So, so. Let's Here,
2: see. I have a, a battery operated radio. I have a, an electric space heater. I've got some perfectly good um, bike, inner tubes. bike tubes. inner tubes that don't even have a hole in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a book on dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Um, I've had a number of books. That's you know, cool. I, I tend to be really picky on the books um, on everything. On everything. Oh, you know, right. When when I'm dumpster diving for myself, I'm ten, I tend to be less picky. But when I'm dumpster diving for Gift Cycle, not only am I picky because I've got to give this stuff away, mm-hmm. but if I don't give it away, I've got to haul it.
1: You got to haul trap. it back, like
2: Um But even with being picky, yeah. I tend to get stuff that's pretty good. Here's a copy of. Um, uh, Christopher uh, Paol- Paolini's uh, Aragon oh, yeah. the oh, the dragon novel yeah. I've read this, I love it so I, I saw this I've read that whole oh, series throw that. Thrown away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I've got a shopping bag full of odds and ends rope and cord um, I have a, a little bag here that includes an emergency poncho two pocket knives um, three highlighters an extra cord for your iPad or um, or iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple pairs of reading glasses. Um, a deck of cards. A deck of bicycle cards. Wow! Hold, like with both jokers. <laughs> Still, yeah. that was in a thrift store dumpster. Yeah. I don't know why they couldn't sell that.
0: Yeah. People don't play card games like they used to. I, think, yeah. I guess.
2: Yeah. But that's. Um, you know that's kind of an idea of what i've got
1: mm-hmm. now what's this le- what's the leather thing what's that
2: this is this is a roll of boot leather this oh, nice. this was donated
1: wow i guess so
2: yeah but i mean there's still you know plenty mm-hmm. here
1: yeah well get out you had
0: a leather crafting project and i room.
2: actually do yeah um yeah. one of the things that gift cycle does besides um, distribute uh, food and goods. Mm-hmm. I have a couple services that I offer. Um, you know, when I feel they can be used. One is I can I can fix other people's bikes because I fix my own bike and I maintain the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I often you know will adjust people's brakes and uh, mm-hmm. you know put some lubricant on their chain or whatnot. Right. Um, I can't do major things, but I can you know I can get the bike rideable again.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I often I also um, sharpen knives. I have Ooh, a couple mm. knife sharpening tools, and so that's actually what I need the leather for is I'm going to make a little oh, nice. case I'll to have my sure, steel it. and sharpening stone and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, Ace Hardware, Ace Hardware did not do such a great job with our knives last time. Yeah. <laughs> we did not have a,
1: of a good yeah. sharpener. Yep. We need a knife sharpener, actually. Mm-hmm. And what's, um, what's that shiny box?
2: Oh, this is a box of really fancy tea. i um, out. Yeah, premium blend, not available in stores. Uh, Wu-Yi-Tea. will take a look like at that, Dad.
1: Yeah. wu yi Totally
2: still in its packaging. You know, never been opened. Never been opened. Found um. its way into a dumpster and into the gift cycle.
1: Yeah.
0: It's Chinese. It's from, I can barely read it, it's so shiny. Uh, Zhejiang Camel Trans World Company Limited. And <laughs> it Hangzhou Zhejiang, China.
2: Cool. Nice. Yeah, it seems like pretty fancy.
1: Fancy stuff. Pretty fancy tea. And then, is that is that a hat?
2: This, yeah, this is a hat. This is one of uh, six sun hats. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know, this one unfortunately might have to return to the dumpster. Oh, yeah? That's a fate that, you know, that ends up following a I few like, like items of, of gift cycles. It doesn't have any... <laughs>
1: yeah let's see and then yeah oh is that like a weeder oh yeah
2: yeah actually i was thinking about this for you or oh. since you're in the you know local yeah. gardening circle uh it's that was on the side of the road on the way into saginaw it's oh, one see.
0: of those two pronged things for digging uh, weeds
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: it, it it's interesting when i was hitchhiking it was much easier to stop and grab stuff off the side of the road riding the bike actually turning around and riding that, you know, fifty feet back yeah. and <laughs> to go pick up something or even look at something. You know, I, I see cell phones, I see all it's sorts it's of things back. that are just And then you're fifty
1: road. feet away by the time you realize right. what it is you just saw.
2: But that one I wrote back for.
1: Yeah, no, this is a nice thing. I like these. Hmm. Lovely. And uh wow. So it's it's remarkable what we throw away.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, um, I, I explain to people what I'm doing, and often I get, wow, it is remarkable what people throw, throw away. away. And I feel like most people are aware that as a country, we throw away. a hell of a lot away. A lot away. Um, you know, but I don't, I, I'm not sure if people really realize the type of stuff things that we're throwing away in the dumpster. I think the food thing is, is something that is getting louder. Yeah. You know, more people yeah. are yeah. starting to realize yeah, yeah. how much we're wasting. Yeah. Uh, supermarkets in the United States alone um, send 30% of their food to the dumpster. Wow. Um, from farm to belly in this country, we waste over 40% of our food.
0: Wow. We really... Um, and that that's an that's old terrifying. number, too. Yeah, an old number. We really strive to not lose any food. We we have gotten good at, like, we roast a chicken, we make broth from the carcass, we pick off the meat, you know, we cook them in the winter, we cook the bones in the slow cooker until they actually just turn soft and dissolve, you know? <laughs> right. Really? Wow. We get all so the calcium, calcium out right. of it right. in the broth. But, you know, everyone's, especially when we have, if you eat seasonally... Okay, a, that's recording. That's recording, yeah. You eat seasonally. Come on, go go. keep your what brothers occupied. Let's keep those door closed, okay? Yep. If you eat, eat seasonally, then things come into season, like for the farmer's market, and you get a bumper crop of peaches. You teachers. get a glut. And we have collectively forgotten how to freeze a can mm-hmm. and, and put up our own food, which used to be just a, a basic survival. A scale, basic survival, you know? And we, we try to do some of that, but we don't can as much as we should. You know, we have even yeah. though we have storage space for canned food. We do, really yeah. do. And but so that a lot of that stuff stuff comes into season, you can't eat it all; it gets wasted. And can't lose, eat it all. Can't process we lose it. We food occasionally. Well, no,
1: and. and I, I frequently come into why I, I just can't process it all fast you can't enough. Can't
0: process a, mm-hmm. a, a haul from the farmers market fast enough.
1: This is my
0: my father has a thing a story that uh, his uh, his guru talks about how the invention of the freezer. Sam, we're gonna pause for a moment. Pause oh, just for a moment. They don't have to be insane. What was I, I was saying something. The freezer. Oh, the yes. freezer. The invention of the freezer was. Uh, like the nail in the coffin of American communities.
2: Interesting, yeah.
0: Because as soon as, you know, it it was when one family, like, you know, had a a whole deer or something, something. you know, that that, uh, if they had more food than they can eat, they would have to, in in, in order to avoid wasting it, they would have to invite their neighbors. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And instead now every home is a castle and a fortress and they store stores and stocks up all their. yeah own.
2: and like and like you were just saying you know often the problem with canning is the labor, the labor. just putting in the time right. and making sure that you do it right. with a community that's why I, originally I was so interested in you know doing this project just to tour eco villages to village. because the the community model of an eco village supplies the labor to wash the kids while a couple people can all of the pickles and yeah, yeah. etc you know, right. yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah People sharing
2: labor, sharing resources.
0: And some things are are a little tricky to can, but it's like tomatoes are pretty easy. They're really know? straightforward. But, a lot of
1: things that are easy to grow are also really easy yeah, to but, store.
0: But people have not they didn't grow up around it and they don't even know how to do it safely such that they don't give themselves food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Although I think the food poisoning specter oh, is, sure. is a bit is a bit much because you know if it goes off you'll notice you'll notice usually you'll notice. it is not it's not going to be subtle
2: yeah no. also it's not like our you know the number of cases of food poisoning have gone down drastically since we started you know no. factory and farming and, <laughs> yeah. and fast food no, okay. and, and those sorts of things
1: no. yeah. oh good gracious no uh, this this whole uh, actually this reminds me of a, an art exhibit I saw in college which was. Easily, I think, it was the most powerful art exhibit I've ever seen. And um, and I'm really kind of a... Um, how would you describe it? You're,
0: you're an art skeptic.
1: I'm an art skeptic. I'm just kind of, you know... I'm really all about the food and the water, a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, basics. I'm into the basics.
0: You're not into ab- anything abstract. No, I'm not very abstract. Or modern as far as art. Goes, no. Or symbolic or performance-based <laughs>
1: So I, I'd heard about this, all this hullabaloo, about this art guy, this artist coming to my university and doing a um, a show. And it was like everywhere. It was all over campus. It was really being drummed up. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go see this thing, see what's going on. So I get there. And it's trash. Now, no, seriously, it's trash. It's garbage Piled up around this room. Not a right? metaphor. Not a metaphor. It was trash. It was like, you know, I, I swear to goodness, I'd seen like one of the piles of trash was over in the art building earlier that that day. It was just piled up all around the room and stuff, and and I was kind of appalled. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Why? Why am I here to do this. <laughs> What is this about? How am I? How am I? You know, here wa- watching trash. What's up with this? Can you can you sit back in your chair? Oh, I'm sorry. Too. I'm peeking. Sorry, yeah. and I'm like right over the speaker. Yeah. See, I told you I'm loud. I always talk. Well,
0: out. I put the your, your voice is. I don't want to derail this, but your voice is quieter, so I put the the, 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 right the right recorder closer me. to you. Got it. As you talk a little louder, so I'm just trying to balance it out a bit. But
1: so here I am, and I didn't feed you yet. They hadn't put the food out yet, so I figured. Of course, Otherwise, you
2: might not stick around to look at the trash. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, the, the guy gave a presentation, and there was he had like lots of slides and more trash, more photographs of trash. And um, but what he said blew my mind, and has allowed me to appreciate art ever since. Um, but that his goal was to show us the things we throw away. Yeah, because we throw away a lot more than trash. Yeah, and it's important to look at it and understand it. Um, that not everything is made to be thrown away. Yeah. and probably nothing is here to be thrown away. Right. And I was like, oh, and he wants us to think about that. Okay, all right, all right, all right. One That's of cool. one we'll of gift
2: cycles it. things is that you can't not
1: throw something away oh yeah
2: (laughs) because you know we're here and we're all on earth and whether it's you know whether we're going to continue to use it for another 10 years before we throw it away or whether we throw it away right now um at some point the earth is going to have to process it you know and so if we have a plastic bag and we use the you know the crap out of it and then throw it away it's probably still going to end up in the giant pile of plastic in the ocean. Right. Um and that giant pile of plastic isn't getting any smaller. Right. You know. And so, you know, Gift Cycle's whole mission is to is to contribute as much as we can to not making new stuff.
1: Making new stuff. Right. Cuz there's a lot of stuff out here. It's mm-hmm. not it's
0: not to me it's not so much just a matter of of making stuff. It's that everything that we buy now and we've decided the things that are necessities you go to the thrift store you're trying to be responsible you're trying to use less things let's say you're starting a new household you know you're a college student or something just starting out okay so you don't want to buy a lot of things because that's wasteful so you go to the your thrift stores and whatnot to try and and buy pots and pans for your kitchen, glasses and this and that, and your, your cooking tools and whatnot and but what you discover is that for the last twenty years and and longer stuff hasn't been made to last anymore right. it hasn't been made to be handed out. Right. it's been made to throw away and like so the pots and pans that you buy you know maybe your parents or your grandparents are still using them pots they got in
1: the you know,
0: fifties.
2: Cat's it. iron frying pans. Yes. A fairly common dumpster item. Really? Behind, oh my god. Behind thrift stores. That's a crime. We that's have a collection of them. Yeah. yeah. I
0: resurface them when they need it, you know. Mm-hmm. Learned how to do that. But but typically, like Teflon coated aluminum pans, uh, yeah.
1: that stuff is trash. It, it, it's, it's like made as trash.
0: It, they, they barely <laughs> least the
1: factory is trash.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, if the coating lasts even a year, even with care, you right. know, they just... So.
2: And that's, that's what I find, um, which is part of why the moneyless component um, mm-hmm. is there, because I find that money ends up driving this mentality of making a product not to serve a purpose, mm-hmm. but making a sold. product to be sold. Right. You know, and so if you go and you buy a $5 radio from you know, Walmart, you buy it, and bam, that radio has served its purpose right. as it's far only, as it was created to serve. Was, was to make, make that sale. Right. Whereas make if you sale. go to Antique Mall and you find a radio, yeah, you're, you know, pretty well secure in thinking that that radio is going to continue to, to work, work for a pretty long time, time. Because guess what? It was made to work for a really
1: long time. <laughs> it's made to broadcast... And receive broadcasts. One of
0: my friends was showing pictures of of his electric drill Mm -hmm. which was made in nineteen sixty. Yeah. Which is it's all stainless steel and basically has a very simple motor and all the parts, including the brushings and everything for the motor, bushings, are are replaceable and you can still find them. And so, you know, that thing was really built to last and to repair. Mm -hmm and there are things like that like very high-end audio equipment you know two-body equipment and things like that made to repair and upgrade mm-hmm.
2: it's really and the gift cycle trek 400 yeah. Yeah. you know i mean i right now that bike is already a hodgepodge of parts that work parts <laughs> parts bike. you know anything goes wrong on that and i can pretty well swap it out for tell how it works yeah there's still a culture of diy Repair and an upgrading in the bike
0: community—it's I mean, almost like like uh, cars as hobby, you know. Cars as hobby. Used cars, to be. cars in Cuba. Yeah, now. And cars in Cuba now. You you really can't, and the parts are fairly well standardized. So mm-hmm. I'm not so much a bike guy anymore, but I was kind of a
1: kind of a bike guy. Kind of
0: a bike guy. I'm going to go try and quiet down the kids a bit. You guys keep
1: well. No, yeah, they're getting kind of. I think it's the end of Larry Boy. Oh, put on
0: another.
1: Doing the dance. <laughs> oh gosh. Um No, it's it's breath it just is breathtaking to be confronted with what we throw away. Mm-hmm. And think about the things that I've thrown away. And I I feel pretty good about the things that I throw away, honestly. I remember um a few years back I also had a um, I still have a basket fetish but I had a serious clothing fetish. I knew I had a problem when I realized I had not two but four pairs of the same shoe. Like four I did Four pairs
2: of the same shoe. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just reflect on that a little bit. And I decided then and this I think I was
2: there are worse things. Shoes wear out, you know. I mean, the you shoe- eventually you will use all four all pairs. Pair. Exactly, right? eventually four, I will. Four four Xbox three sixties. That might be
1: <laughs> a different... different situation. But you know, I I think what what got me was I didn't realize I had four pair. Like I I bought like the same the exact same pair of pants like six of them because I love these pants and I know I'm just gonna keep wearing them. Mm-hmm. But no, I I actually had no idea. I just kept buying, you know. Like oh I love that shoe take it home oh I love that shoe take it home Mm -hmm. and uh, it really gave me pause to like see that about myself because I I didn't see it about myself and I decided that I was going to have basically a wash load of light clothes and a wash load of dark clothes and um, I'd get underwear as it wore out that was all I was going to have period Um, pair of summer shoes pair of winter shoes fancy dress fancy coat regular coat and I this was this was 21 years ago that I had this revelation and I'm almost there (laughs) I'm almost Almost there. there I still have to I have a couple of coats that I was given that I really like have this sort of attachment to and I'm trying to find the right place to put them you know to waste them out of the world in my clothes and then I've also got um I still have the shoes like my wedding shoes and I just I don't wear those I don't go anywhere with those but like everything else I've found someone to give it to someone to pass it on to and the big bonus so mind you I did most of the work in the first week honestly and then the rest of this has been sort of this whittling etc. process and um That first week, I walked, I took everything I owned, every single thing that I owned to wear to a thrift shop and said, look, I've got like eight bags of clothes here, eight bags of clothes, shoes, and so on. You take this, and I'd like to get two bags of clothes and shoes back. What do you say? And she looked at me kind of funny. and said, that seems like a fair deal. (laughs) I guess I think we're going to make out of that. So yeah. Yeah. My stuff was nice, honestly. It was good stuff. So... Uh, it's been a process ever since of this sort of winnowing away, but not just winnowing away, not just like throwing it out, but finding somewhere for it to go. Mm-hmm. Like the coat my mom gave me that I I never really liked. Yeah. But you know she gave it to me and she was beaming and so happy to give it to me. I, I, I welcomed it. You know, I really appreciate it. not so much the coat, but I appreciated what she was trying to give me, mm-hmm. which is an expression of love and affection and. and you know, an expression of what she thought of me. This beautiful thing reminds me of you, mm-hmm. and I want you to have it. Um, it's hard for me to just let go of that. I have to find like the right place for that to go. Right. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not something to throw out or put on the curb. Just. Because
2: of what the possessions that the the gifts that don't have any other purpose other than to don't lose them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, like if it? your girlfriend gives you a heart shaped rock, right. you know, God forbid you, you lose, lose
1: it. It's heart shaped rock.
2: No. And so really, you know, it's more of a chore not to lose, <laughs> lose it than anything well, else. Or or a wedding
1: ring. Or, or something a wedding ring. <laughs> something like exactly. That. But it's because we don't wear our wedding bands. No. I okay. think I know where mine is, but it's like this it's this thing. It's, it's this a,
0: constant thing, mm-hmm. Right.
1: I'm always slightly embarrassed that we don't wear our wedding bands,
0: like no, with just other did. married couples, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Been into jewelry.
1: But yeah, I'm not into jewelry, really. I don't like having you know. mm-hmm. them. Uh, but yeah, so do I give that away?
0: <laughs> also, our wedding bands cost $6 each or something like that. I think it
1: was $10 total.
0: Ten. They were little, just plain silver rings. Just yeah. Very, very simple, plain so silver
1: $10 rings. $10 for the pair. Yeah.
2: The oh. um the gift cycle trailer has a bumper sticker on the side of it
1: mm-hmm.
2: that says the best things in life aren't things. aren't things, which is interesting considering that you know what I'm dedicating my life to right now is
1: things, things. <laughs> <are you> <laughs> putting things around, but
2: but it's an important reminder. You know, yeah. um, material possessions—they're—they're they're materials. materials, and when we die, they're gonna—you know—keep hanging around hanging just around like our stuff. body. You know, is gonna go back to the earth. So are all the material things.
1: Just go back, and do something. Mm-hmm. Lord knows what. Well, no, but what I think is interesting is how how much things can convey. Like, the, like the, there was a lot conveyed in this gift from my mother. Actually, and it was for my mother and my father, um, for the both of them. So it's it's interesting. And then like the rainbow jacket, I feel like is a part of my identity. In a way, and it's hard for me to kind of let go. It's part of my identity. I mean, I think what was it? Um, people kept stopping me and saying, "Hey, I know you. You're the rainbow jacket lady." <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's is me, isn't it? <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: one of the things um, when I think I think the epitome of um, my detachment to material possessions uh, over the course of my hitchhiking experience was um, when I went from Washington State back to Michigan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It took me thirteen days, and I was hitchhiking, uh, and I did not have a backpack. It was me, and you know what I could fit in my pockets, and that's it. Um, and it was interesting because I was like, "All right, you know, I'm gonna go with nothing, and 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 just be led moment to moment, and totally walk by faith, and I won't ask for anything. You know, I'll only eat when it, when food is offered when to me. Feeds you, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, peace pilgrim. Yeah, she was, mm-hmm. she was totally my role model for for that portion of my nice. trip.
1: Yeah, I was just I was thinking of peace pilgrim. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And um and it was really hot. Hot enough that I didn't need a jacket. Except the jacket I had was this leather jacket that my uncle made me or made when he was 19 and then gave to me when I was 19. So I had this heirloom jacket mm, right. yeah. that I, you know, if I was really going by you know what I was trying to put into practice, mm-hmm. it, you'd leave the jacket behind. I wouldn't have carried it. I would have left it behind, but I carried it, you know. Right. And so um you know I, I admit yeah material possessions are important and yeah. you know when you get connected and when you form a relationship with something you know it, it forms a relationship with you right um, and that's how I like to look at material possessions not right. so much in terms of ownership but in terms of relationship
1: relationship
2: you know um, like right. what relationship do you have <clears throat> with that five dollar plastic radio that you bought at Walmart, <laughs> it. you sure. know right. yeah
0: Oh, you know what, what? What I like are, are, uh, because I'm a computer guy, I'm a, I'm a software engineer. It's interesting to me how, like, after I've had a, a laptop or a keyboard for five, six years or something, mm-hmm. if, if it survived, sometimes it don't last that long. Mm-hmm. Where you know the keys are worn shiny, and so, and sometimes the letters are worn off, mm-hmm. and um, You know like sometimes I've worn a mouse down
1: you know uh,
0: right you realize that you know how many miles you put on that thing and that you did all that you know and that's makes it kind of feel personal Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. like the way you wear things and the way things wear out assuming the way children develop
2: relationships with stuffed animals yeah I think a great anecdote for that would be the velveteen rabbit the way mm-hmm. they get chewed up where it actually ends up becoming real, real. at the end of the story yeah mm-hmm. because
1: of the relationship because of the love that the was love. put into it yeah right yeah. Yeah. yeah well this is bringing up something for me I've been thinking about a lot recently um as we you know always try to get rid of stuff and not accumulate stuff and use only what we need and not take any more but the things that um or also as we, we think about you know selling off some things right yeah Um, That to the point where the only possessions I have that are worth any money are possessions I have um, not for love of the possession per se but as a steward so when I think about selling it it seems profane to sell it you're holding
0: it for the next
1: generation I'm holding it for the next generation I'm holding it, you know yeah you know i'm 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 holding it as a placeholder not not too so much to have it mm-hmm. and so the idea that I would sell it and get some money for it is like well, that defeats the whole purpose. Why was I even here doing yeah. this right. so you know and and those are the only things that I have that you know would have monetary worth to someone other than me mm-hmm. you know like all these uh, binders I have and all my baskets and all my you know, you know maybe a Montessori teacher would get it and know what she was getting. But, you know, I'm really the only person who like sees that as like, oh, wonderful, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a treasure. What a, what a mother-in-law.
2: That's, that's one of the things that I try to do when I'm dumpster diving, you know, is, like, imagine, uh, I think one, one of the best examples was um, a little clip-on bottle of Purell hand sanitizer that you just kind of clip onto your backpack. Oh, right, yeah. And I don't use Purell. I think that alcohol-based you know, sanitizers that kill all the germs except for one you know, that might evolve into a super germ is kind of a silly way to go about sanitation. And I think you know, that there's some other problems that it causes. So I, I have all of the reasons in the book why you know, I should leave this in the dumpster. Right. But when I think about the big picture, mm-hmm. and, um, and as far as gift cycle is concerned, mm-hmm. um, someone out there, Buys Purell hand sanitizer right. all the time, mm-hmm. and, and if I them. can find that person and hand them this brand new bottle of Purell hand sanitizer, then that is one less bottle of Purell hand sanitizer that they're gonna buy, which right. is one less bottle of Purell hand sanitizer that is gonna be made new. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is what gives cycle. Like That's a all the whole point.
1: That's all the whole point. Mm-hmm. But so that so but this strikes me as, as profound stewardship. Of getting things where they where they're supposed Even to go. Even this tote
2: was in the dumpster. <laughs> <was> dumpster. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, getting it where it's supposed to go mm-hmm. and serving its purpose.
2: Which is hard, you know. I yeah. mean, every once in a while, the gift cycle trailer gets raided by children who are just excited about free plastic things, <laughs> Please, and then stop. they go play with it for five minutes and leave it somewhere, or throw, you know, or their parents throw it away again. Throw it again. Yeah. But for the most part, I try and do my best to. Um, give things to people who will respect them and use them he isn't. you know and yeah. if i can offset the purchasing of new things like you know these packets of disposable razors man if i can find someone who blows through these all the time you know that'll be great because right. then that's two more packs of disposable razors mm. that won't need to come into the world in the first place
1: right yeah totally yeah so so yeah so one one, one last question where, where do you think this is going to take you? Where, where, is it, where do you hope this is going to go? Gonna
2: go. Uh, um, well, I started it with... I, I started by saying, you know, this is my summer project. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, as far as I was concerned, it was a great excuse to get to ride my bike all over the state for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but it started to really catch on. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I've got a couple things. One is I've planned a camp out mm-hmm. on Labor Day weekend and I've invited people who have, you know, who are familiar with the project, who are interested in the project. Uh, anyone's welcome to come and, you know, camp and it's, it's sort of a potluck at every scale. <laughs>
1: pot,
2: pot, pot. <laughs> you know, bring, BYO, everything. Everything. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and, bring and, and we'll share and we'll make it all work, you know, no problem. Um, and that will be an event at which, you know, I sort of, Ask, hey, what do you, what do people think? You should know, we should we keep going? You know, what if we do? What will it look like? You know, what other projects? You know, on the on the same sort of page, can we also maybe put some energy into? Mm-hmm. Um, winter will be really interesting because I, man, it would be intense to keep gift cycle going. You know, touring Michigan in the in the winter. In the winter. So, <laughs> one of the things is I could take it south. You know, I could take it out of state. Um, I really like the idea of staying present locally myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But that being said, I think I might be able to do that and also expand. We already have um, people conducting gift cycle operations under the gift cycle logo, Mm -hmm. Um, not only in the state, but we in, I believe, four other states.
1: Um,
2: Oh, yeah. And I just launched the project in June. So it's it's just been over a month, yeah, yeah. Um, barely, mm-hmm. and we already have uh, eight people. Okay, so cool. the, the, and and the meme is kind of getting gift cycled as well, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. and yeah. and our Facebook page, um, which is just gift cycle, um, is booming. We've got uh, I think like three hundred and thirty likes That's already. Cool. Mm. Um, if if it continues to grow. Mm-hmm. I see it following a very similar path as Food Not Bombs. I don't know if you're here. Oh yeah yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, of kind, of a, kind of kind yeah. of a similar idea. Um, mm. if it is going to go that way, I need help with tech support. <laughs> um, because, you know, I'm only a 23-year-old who has a Facebook account, which in this day and age does pretty well, but, you so. know, I, I need someone who knows how to do a website and reflect this and have, you know, members set up accounts and be able to, you know, have some way for us to really start to expand, expand if, if that's the, the way that we're going to go. We're
1: going food, bombs, yeah.
2: Yeah, because
1: so, yeah, I could totally see this. You know, you show up in a park with stuff and people coming. and get what they
2: need yeah the the vision that i hold for the project um which is interesting because you know i've had a couple people come out and say gift cycle's not sustainable um even though i would totally argue that as far as my impact goes being you know someone who lives without money and doesn't buy any resources but lives off of what i find in the dumpster mm-hmm. um you know my carbon footprint's pretty darn good, um, but but I would agree it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are transitionary. Right yeah. now, gift cycle involves dumpster diving and rescuing supplies from you know a destiny in the landfill. Right. Um, and in the future, you know one one of gift cycle's grandest wishes would be to show up to the dumpsters and have them all be empty.
1: Empty. You know, which
2: you'd think, oh well, then Gift Cycle's out of business. But no, Gift Cycle would love to grow into um, a local mechanism for sharing. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, most of half of what I'm doing already seems to be people saying, here, I've got this really great thing that I totally have no use for, but I can't stand to throw it away. Um, You know, and so I'll take it and I'll give it away, Mm -hmm. and. um you know, and if, if you imagine um, what life used to be like, you know, back in medieval times or when we had little villages, you know, mm-hmm. s- some traveler would show up in town with a trailer full of trinkets mm-hmm. and yeah. all sorts of stories. Right. Um, you know, and, yeah. and everyone would be excited to go see what, you know, what wares like? this person What's had in their, mm-hmm. in their trailer. And the cool thing about Gift Cycle is everything is free. Right. you know and so there's no buying there's no trading it's just hey you know here you go here here here's what the village next to you had a whole bunch of you know you, yeah. you, do, do you need 12 jars of tomato sauce because <laughs> they had way too many <laughs> you know and then right. who knows maybe this village has a surplus of something else and then we can load up with that and keep going that's okay. actually where the um h- how the project got conceived You know, I was living in a community, and we had surpluses of many things, and, you Mm -hmm. know, we certainly had needs for stuff that we couldn't fill, and so I was like, wouldn't it be great if someone showed up with a bike trailer full of everything that we needed, (laughs) (laughs) and could take away all the stuff that we, you know, don't want to throw away.
1: Right, right.
2: So it'll be really interesting to see where Gift Cycle goes. Um, I'm determined to keep it moneyless, Mm -hmm. uh, mostly for reasons of liability. Mm-hmm. And insurance and, you know, waivers and that sort of thing. You know, I mean, if, if I give away food and someone gets sick, um, mm-hmm. you know, if everything's at our own risk. Yeah. And if we stay moneyless as an organization, that's a really easy way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. legally, as far as I'm concerned, Gift Cycle is a cool little drawing uh, that is shared by a group of friends who like to give away free stuff. Yeah, free stuff. You know, you can't sue friends for sharing things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm determined to keep it moneyless. I'm determined to keep it um, run by consensus, mm-hmm. you know, as far as it does grow into an organization. Um, which is tricky for me because, you know, it is my brainchild and it is something that I've put a lot of energy into and will continue to put energy into. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but hey, that's kind of how it works. Like, S- Steve Jobs got kicked out of, you know, Macintosh and, oh, yeah. and uh, you know... Keep moving on Yeah But hey You keep going You keep creating new stuff uh, Life's an adventure Yeah It'll certainly continue to be hmm.
1: Well I, Do you have any
0: more
2: Any more Dave? No Can, can I, I uh, quick plug the The web page? Please, Please. Yeah right. So um, If you type gift cycle Into Google Even if you don't have A Facebook page You can do this And still see our page If you type gift cycle Into Google I think We're the first hit we might be second to two, gift two. cycle as an urban dictionary entry, which Whoa. I think refers to how you re-gift, you know, tacky oh, holiday okay. presents, right. <laughs> which is cool, but whatever. Two, two yeah. words or one word? Uh, two words. Type it in as two words. Yep, yeah. and it, it's super easy to find on Facebook if you do have an account, and, you know, you can like us and follow stories. Um, I, I post pictures and stories of what I'm doing. Um, I will be finishing my tour of the state In just over a week, Mm -hmm. Um, but Gift Cycle and the page certainly won't end. Um, We've got people in other states, and we'll be you know getting material up online as fast as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll actually be taking Gift Cycle to Vermont. Oh yeah! In August, so that'll be really exciting.
0: It sounds like a nice place to be in August.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you, thank you.
1: you. It's,
2: It's been a pleasure. Great expect.